Today's parade began at Moore Street. The terrace there was the final meeting place of the 1916 leaders. It is a national monument, sanctified ground that belongs to the people of Ireland, to future generations, not to property developers intent on paving over our revolutionary history for profit. Yet that is the fate to which Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil have left Moore Street, and we will never accept that. We will continue to fight for history's streets and laneways to be transformed into a historical and cultural quarter. Across the Liffey, the yard at Kilmainham Jail still rings with the gunshots that cut down the lives of the leaders of the Easter Rising. And Arbor Hill still echoes with the travesty of their burial. Without rite or coffin, the bodies of 14 patriots and leaders were cast into a quicklime grave. No funerals, no chance for the final goodbye. That was the fate of all seven signatories of the proclamation following their executions. Those hopeful authors of a parchment that was not only a notice of insurrection, but also a blueprint for change, a beautifully expressed vision for a new Ireland. Through a hastened and undignified burial, the British sought to ensure that the sacrifice of the rebels would not become an inspiration for further revolution. They believed that they could quench the flame of freedom lit by the Easter Rising. Well, they were wrong. They succeeded, in fact, in only in igniting the prophetic words delivered by Pierce at the graveside of O'Donovan Rossa the year previously. Life springs from death, and from the graves of patriot men and women spring living nations. It is from the graves at which we now stand that sprung the liberty that drove the Irish Revolution. The rebellion of Easter week was a watershed moment. It changed the course of Irish history. To quote Yeats, all changed, changed utterly. A terrible beauty is born. And it was here on the cobblestones of Dublin that the Irish Republic was born where it lived and breathed for six days, where gallant volunteers gave their lives in the hope that the Republic would not be swept from this earth, that the Republic would endure. And it was this noble vision that inspired the volunteers of the Irish Republican Army to resurrect that fight for freedom in the war against the Black and Tans. It sustained Republicans through bitter civil war and counter-revolution 100 years ago. Indeed, many Republicans jailed by the Free State during the Civil War dated their prison journals year six, year seven of the Republic. Even in the throes of tragic defeat, the dream of the Republic lived on. It was this dream that spoke to the bowed Robert Emmett who looked British rule square in the eye as he delivered his rousing speech from the dock. 
It steadied the heart of a young Kevin Barry as he faced the hangman's noose. It arrived as a lark song to the ears of Bobby Sands and his comrades as they lay starved and brutalised in their long Kesh cells. Generations of struggle linked by the belief in a shared dream. Generations of Irish Republican changemakers writing their chapter, walking their length of the journey to a new and united Ireland. And it now falls to our generation to be the changemakers worthy of that dream, to complete the unfinished business of 1916. Those who fought and died for the Republic did the extraordinary, but they were very ordinary people. They had to work to put food on the table. They'd rent to pay, children to raise. The rising didn't happen in the abstract. It happened amongst the everyday struggles of life. And today, my friends, is no different. It is that enduring desire for change that drives Sinn Féin's ambition to lead government north and south. Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil have governed for the last century and they've driven perpetual crises in housing and in healthcare. Our young people see a government devoid of energy or ambition, unable to put a secure, affordable roof over their heads, unable to strike out on their own. Many now seek their shot at a better life in the United States or Canada or Australia. And the cruel decision of government to end the eviction ban speaks volumes. It puts thousands of working families, single people and pensioners at risk of losing their homes. It is devastating. 7,000 households face eviction over the next three months and the government is still unable to answer the simple question, where are people meant to go? What kind of government does this to a family with a six-month-old baby and another child with autism, to an 85-year-old man and his 73-year-old wife, to a mother fighting cancer? Well, the answer is a government that sees housing only as a commodity and not as a basic right of citizens. A government led by parties who cling to power and resist change at all costs. Well, we will continue to fight this cruel decision with everything that we've got. You see, Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil have been in power for far too long, and the longer they are in office, the more damage they will do. That's why we need change like never before. We need a government with the vision, energy and determination to fix housing, to fix health care and to build a fairer economy that works for everyone. A government that really sees our young people, gets the challenges that they face and responds with urgency to allow them to fulfil their potential. A government that will get the basics right in the here and now and drive ambitious, positive plans for the future. Sinn Féin wants 
to lead that government for change. I believe Sinn Féin will lead that government for change because we are ready. We are ready to lead and ready to get the job done. Last year's assembly election swept away the old certainties and today Michelle O'Neill stands elected as First Minister-designate in a state that was designed to ensure that this could never ever happen. Well it did happen and now Michelle stands ready to lead an executive for all. An executive that will roll up its sleeves and get down to the hard work of delivering real improvements in people's lives. An executive that will tackle the crisis in healthcare, create new jobs and unleash the potential of a generation. Huge economic and investment opportunities lie ahead, but they can only be realised with an executive in place. And so I again call on the DUP to end its damaging boycott of the democratic institutions, to join with Sinn Féin and with other parties to deliver the government that the people want and need. On the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, the political institutions should be up and running. The agreement brought an end to a terrible conflict. It delivered peace, it transformed Ireland. It transcended the hurt and division of the past and shone as a beacon of hope for a better future. And thanks to that era of heroic peacemakers, an entire generation has grown up free of conflict. So today's political leaders now owe it to a new generation to recapture that spirit and determination of 1990. I believe that we will see unity referendums in this decade. And to win these referendums and to win them well, we as Republicans need to reach out, create space for others, build alliances right across society. We want to create a nation home for all our people, where the rights of everyone are protected and advanced. There is no room for trading one form of discrimination for another. We want to end second-class citizenship in all of its forms. We want to build opportunities for everyone. A new Ireland based on the vision of tone, an enduring reconciliation and a real union between the orange and the green and every community on this island. So this Easter Sunday, I want to speak directly to unionists and indeed to others who remain unconvinced of reunification. I want to ask you to join what is the most important discussion of our generation, because this is your future too. Your culture, your traditions, your history matter. Your voice, your opinions, your ideas matter. Be part of what is an exciting, positive and engaging discussion. The very best forum for the Unity Conversation is a Citizens' Assembly. It would be an inclusive forum for positive discussion on what a new United Ireland might look like. 
Let me be very clear. If the current government continues to refuse to establish this citizens' assembly on Irish unity, be very clear that a Sinn Féin government will move immediately to establish one. Friends, the change sweeping across Ireland is led by ordinary people, by workers, families and communities determined to achieve a new Ireland. An Ireland that is fairer, stronger and better for everyone. A united Ireland of equals. This is the rising of a new generation. A rising fueled by the enduring values of the Irish people. Community, compassion, togetherness and kindness. We seek to build the Irish nation anew. To end partition in our time to unite our people and our country. The gravesides of our patriots are not monuments at which to stand and lament. Rather, they are signposts to the future that we will achieve together. Because a nation is a living, breathing thing. It pulses through the hopes of our people to endure, to continue, to reach our destiny. And we will not write the epitaphs of those who lie here until Ireland, united and free, takes its rightful place amongst the nations of the world. That was the goal of Easter 1916. And it is the goal now, and my friends, it remains the goal until that certain day that it is achieved. Gramila Mahagov Galair is on Fublocht Abu.